Welcome back, everybody, to the Grip Wild Men Who Matter podcast. We are back again. And as always, my man, Brandon, needs to smile more. Broach is with me today. What's up, dude? I can't. I can't. I can't predict you, man. So now you got me laughing, which is yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. So Brandon, for all all out there who don't know, Brandon tends to walk into the office every morning frowning. And he's not really frowning. He's just not smiling. And so every day, and even some days, I make him go back outside and come back in with a smile on his face because his resting face is a frown. <laughs> and it's like, wah, 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 wah. So... Brandon, that's so true. What's up? I don't. I, I have this. I feel this need to defend myself, but I really can't because what you just <laughs> said is not untrue. It's not. I'm. There is a difference though between frowning and not smiling. I'll just say that and leave it at that. But yeah, man, what's yeah, up? Here we yeah. go. This is this is going to be good, man. I, I feel good. We we. I'm excited today. We were just talking earlier, laughing about just some of the stories that we want to tell today. So, yeah, man. I, I we want to kind of dive into some some next steps, but thinking about what leads to those next steps, uh, I thought about something that really is kind of humorous and it's kind of in the lane you mentioned, uh, about kind of being OCD and, and, uh, and I got to thinking, well, I'm not really OCD other than there's one thing in my life that I am so OCD about. And that's my phone charger beside my bed. Like, don't touch my phone charger beside my bed. And I, I can't stand when I get ready to go lay down to plug my phone in at night and the charger's gone. Like somebody, <clears throat> my wife, or, well, actually, <laughs> even my kids, because they've gotten into watching, using the phone and the iPads and things. And so they'll come, they'll come jank my charger and go plug it into their room so they can keep watching their iPad in their room. And, and it's just funny because... It, I feel like it's literally the only, if not one of the few things in my life that I am really OCD about. Don't touch my charger. And and I'm really vocal about it. Like My wife hears it a lot. Like, where's my charger? Why did you move my charger? Who moved my charger? Why are you touching my charger? Right? And so it's just funny about how sometimes we get caught up in wanting things certain ways. And, it, and 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 all of our personalities are different about that. I mean, we even the other day I kind of jokingly said something about you being a picky eater at, when we were at a restaurant, and you kind of went into this idea of I'm, I'm not picky. I just I just know what I like, man. Yeah. I, I'm I'm simple like that. I just I'll take the chicken sandwich, get rid of that mayonnaise, and we're gonna <laughs> rock on. I mean, like who like who eats a chicken sandwich without mayonnaise? This man? guy. This guy does. Like, that's that that makes the chicken sandwich, but but it's this idea of maybe we're OCD, right? Maybe, but we but, might have some tendencies. Yeah, but it's really more about that routine. It's about the process of having things in order, the way we want them to be. And, and sometimes it's silly, right? Sometimes it's about silly things, but it's, it's kind of how our brains are processing um, our days. And and that's really what we want to talk about today, really, is how is your day ordered? What routines are are in your day? Because 
the reality is, and this is, man, there's study after study after study show that the most impactful people, the most successful people, the most efficient people, man, they have a routine. They have a plan in place that they follow day in and day out. And I think if you really dig in deeper, and this is really where I want to go with this today, it's not only a plan or a routine. It's a morning routine. It's what does it look like from the time you wake up to the time you engage in your first element of of business or interaction? Productivity. Productivity. That's a great word, of productivity. So what does that morning routine look like? And so let's talk a little bit about why is that important? Not only why is it important, or what does it look like? I think I think it's universal, and I think the more I think sitting here just thinking about it, it, it is. It's probably less OCD, like it's less control freak, and it's more I, – I, I think about myself during hunting season a lot. You know, when you get up in the middle of the night, especially in a house with other people, it, it's better to know where my stuff is than me have to go find it when everybody else is asleep. And so I have a, I have a pretty pretty steady routine of the night before I'm leaving to go – whether it's a short trip down the road or if we're going out of town for a few days, I, I usually have all of my things laid out already. My bag's packed. Uh, everything's together in one place in the garage so that as I leave the house, it's pretty much I got a straight line. And it and also obviously prevents forgetting things. But it is. It's pretty routine. And, and I can think of uh, several occasions where I've kind of disrupted that routine. And it kind of sets things on the edge. Yeah. You know, you, you spend the first couple minutes in the truck trying to think, did I forget? Did I remember? Did I get that? Oh, no, I forgot that. And so that it is just, it's an important part of life, I think, to have a routine. But like you're saying, let's focus more on what happens between the minute that you wake up and when you engage in productivity, because and I believe this and how we start sets the tone, right? Whether it's for the day, for the week, for the month, for the year, how we start something sets the tone of how it's going to go. Absolutely, and before we dive into that, I, I want to just I want to go deeper in what you're saying. I mean, I, I mean, I want the listeners to kind of think about that. And challenge, like, I want to challenge them in, like, put this to the test. Like, if you know, we hope a lot of our listeners are outdoorsmen. At least that's that's the plan. But if you're not, uh, you're still awesome. <laughs> but think about it as as a as as a fisherman or a hunter. Like, you do you lay it all out, and 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 when you're you're most prepared. That sets you up for success. I mean, it's silly, dude. I, I mean, I can remember early in my marriage. I mean, I just have stuff just lined out. Like my wife's, what are you doing? And I'm like, man, I just I, I put that on, put that on, I put that on, then I put that on last, and I'm ready. I'm out, right? And and so it's funny how we do that in hunting and fishing in the prep. Even even if we're at camp, hunting camp, or 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 I remember even used to um, fishing tournaments. In the hotel, man, I just have it lined out. Everything, everything's in order. There's a structure. There's a plan. We prepared, and now we're going to execute. And it worked, and we set ourselves up for success. And so, um, think about it in that context to then jump over in your personal context because it works over there, and it's the reason we do it, right? It works over there. So, jump over into our personal lives of how do how are we setting ourselves up for success personally? And how are we doing so in the beginning of the day? You know, I know for me personally, when I when I decided to 
changed some stuff in my life. I mean, I, mean, I made some drastic changes. Most of those changes had to happen on the beginning of my day. If I was going to make any movement, any correction, any any if there was going to experience any growth. And so for me personally, I'll just share like what my routine looked like when I finally decided to make some changes in my life cuz I there was some there was some some healing that needed to happen, there was some growth that needed to happen, there was some I wanted to achieve more, and I realized that the only way I was ever going to do that was in the morning before everyone else was up before there were distractions, before while the rest of the world, while 99% of the world was still asleep. And, you know, mine was drastic, and, and I'll be the first to admit it. I mean, I got to the point where I was getting up at 4.45 every morning. I would go to the gym at 5. I'd work out for an hour. I would, I would take a shower at the gym, and, I, and then I'd go and spend the next two hours just diving into my personal growth. So what, what do you mean by that? Well, just some me time of getting in the word. Um, I'd listen to worship music a lot of times. I'd listen to podcasts. I'd listen to sermons. I'd listen to just things about growing me. Um, and in that season of my life, it was very spiritual driven, like growing me spiritually. How could I get cr- closer to Christ in my life and grow closer to Christ and experience that intimacy of Christ? And I had to do that all before the distractions, all before the family was awake, before other people... It was a commitment now, and, and, and look, <clears throat> I mean, I do recommend that, right? I do, because I know how much it changed my life, but I also realized, man, that it, that's hardcore. Like, it was tough, man. I mean, it, it, was, it was tough, and, and, and I think if we're honest with ourselves, it was tough because we were trying to be better. Because, you know, the running joke's always been, and this is how we used to, we, we've challenged ourselves so many times in our life of, well, man... I'll get up two o'clock to go hunting or I need nothing for me to get up four o'clock, go fishing. I don't ever miss the clock, go fishing, but let it come to some personal growth, right? Let it come to getting in the gym and, and, you know, let it come to, 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 to physical health or spiritual health or, or whatever, uh, man, we start hitting that snooze button. There's always an excuse, you know? And so, man, it's, it's hard to get up at four forty-five in the morning, five o'clock in the morning to commit to growth. Uh, I get it, man. It was a it was a season of battle of of really having to change some some things in my life to achieve that. And and so I understand, but but it works, man. It it really does. And if you're if you would be willing to commit to that, commit to making some changes on the front end of your day, um the results will be astronomical, I promise. But it will be hard. Like, unfortunately, knowing what I know about everybody in our lives, your bandwidth is earlier in the day. Man, I love what you're saying. And I'm thinking in my head, like, how do we know this works, right? Why do we know this works? Your story is great. Your example, it works for you, right? And and I've got my routines and they work for me. But but what on a bigger scale? How do we know this works? And I think one of the easiest areas that I can see and draw inspiration from is think about athletics. Think about a professional athlete. You know, just because you're 6'6 and you're pretty quick and you got some hops doesn't guarantee you anything, right? You got to be in the gym. You got to work out and think about that. I know, and you played college ball. 
And so you can speak to it. The, the dedication and the preparation and the routine that it takes to get into position to be a, an, an excellent, high-performing athlete, right? It's not just on accident, and it's not a matter of I want to. It's a matter of getting in there and getting after it every day. We know it works because it because think about the practicality in your own life of when there's order, when there's intentionality, when there's preparation, and when there's a routine. Look, if you want to lose weight, you got to do something every day, right? Got to do something every day. And maybe you have a cheat day, but you got to do something every day, right? It's the routine is important. So yeah. Well, and and I think what we're really talking about here is the compounding effect. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because think about it this way. If you go to the gym once a week, you're probably not going to notice much of a result in your life other than maybe soreness for two to three days. Mm -hmm. The cumulative effect, the compounding effect of repetition creates change. And it works on the converse side as well. So if you want to spend more time with your kids and your family, you've got to be home to have dinner. Mm -hmm. Let's just use dinner as an example. Mm -hmm. There is a cumulative effect to eating dinner at the dinner table five plus nights a week with your kids that you cannot get anywhere else. You can't go three months without eating dinner with your family and then on a Sunday just decide, all right, hey, from eight o'clock in the morning, we're going somewhere for breakfast and we're going to another restaurant, another restaurant and work your way through the whole day and cumulatively get that same result. You know, yeah. it, it's the everyday repetition that yeah. produces results. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, even if you look into highly successful people, whether it's a businessman, whether it's a pastor, whether it's an athlete, you get more out of you by doing so. You reach your greater potential by having processes in place, by having a routine, by having things that you do over and over again in a certain order so that you're maximizing your potential. I think another element of this is... is just to get a little bit psychological, just to talk about the way that our brains operate. Like whenever there is routine, it creates comfort. Predictability creates comfort. And so think about your life. Like in there's areas where there's predictability, you generally have a little more peace. You're able to operate, you know, less anxious, and probably perform better in those arenas where there is predictability, where you know, okay, this is what's going to happen, and this is how it's going to go. Because let's be honest, life is chaos. There's plenty of circumstances around us every day that we cannot control. Where in your life can you create some predictability that brings some space, some margin, some peace into your scenario? Yeah, I mean, even think about it. Let's stay in. Let's stay in the outdoor lane here. Of think about your hunting property or think about even fishing like you want to you create an environment of predictability like i'm hunting here because i've created i've i've put together all these things that show me that the potential of my success is greater right here right now because of all of the predictability that i've engaged in whether that's um having a food plot whether that's the wind is right whether the you know the front's moving in or the man they're working this drain, I've just noticed that they're that that their routine is four fifteen every afternoon. They're coming down this ridge. One of the myths that I think we we should dispel 
is this idea because I've been in seasons where you look at someone who is who's ahead of you in the journey. Man, that 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 person is killing it in their lane. And I I want to be like them. I, I like what they're doing. I see what they're doing. They're they're really getting after it. I would like to model my life after that person. And then you dig into it and you find out, man, they got these routines, you know, they wake up at 445, they're in the gym at five, they're back at the house, they're in the shower, they're doing a study time, they're spending some time in prayer, da, 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 da. And then you start to weigh that against your own life. And you're like, there's no way that just doesn't, I can't do it, you know? And I want to dispel this myth. It is difficult and it is regimented and it does take hard work on the front end. But really what it produces is freedom. I think what it produces is this irrational fear that we think, man, there's no way it can be worth all of that effort on the front end. Like it just won't pay off. But the reality is in areas where we see this, where you create a routine, where you create the predictability, you receive on the back end freedom. I mean, even in my own personal journey, I mean, look, the reality, I used to have people all the time, man, how you how you do it? How you get up early and how do you, how do you get it? Well, when it started, it was ugly. Like I used to, this is, I'm dead serious when I say this. When I first started, I decided I could get 445s, go to the gym. That, I had to get there. That didn't happen on day one. Right. Here's literally what I used to do. I, I convinced myself, look, just just get up. And there would be, alarm go off, like just put your feet on the floor. There would be days where I would get up. To, to do I had this goal right to get up go to the gym go have some quiet time go get in go like I want I wanted change but in the beginning I got up and I said just go get in the go get in the recliner I took a step I would wake up and go in the living room and sit in the recliner and often I would fall back asleep but it but I did something and every day even leading up there would be times Brandon I would get up and go to the gym and I wouldn't work out. I would literally just go sit in the locker room, go take a shower, and then go to my quiet time. But I knew that if I would just take a step progressively, I progressed more and more and more to where I would get up, I'd get ready, I'd go work out. But I was okay with, man, just do something. Just get your feet on the ground. Just go. Just do it. Just engage. And you begin to build the momentum towards achieving the goal. But it was hard. Like, don't fool yourself. Like, go in go in, in the beginning knowing it's going to be the hardest thing you've ever done. But also go in knowing that it's going to be the best thing you've ever done. And knowing that it's going to be hard, then that means you have to have a plan. Because, yeah, the myth that we see every day is, man, they got it going on and I don't. And that it's just easy. And I promise you, I promise you, everybody you see that has it going on, that has that, that, that have achieved that goal or that, whatever it is, what, whatever it is the world is showing you, behind the scenes, it was hard. But the most successful people, the most fulfilled people, the most, um, the people who have grown the most in their life, they started their day off right. They started their day off effectively and they worked through the struggle. It will be hard, but it will be worth it. I think the, I think the discussion on predictability and routine, it, it's so relevant and it's so real. And I, I think that it, it's something that we all think about, whether we ever set foot into it, right? Because here's what I know. Every single one of us wants to be in a different place than where we are. 
no matter how much money you have, how much success you have, whatever your situation is, there's a higher level. And everybody is on a road to get there. But it's always above where you are. And it's uphill. And it's going to take the work that we're talking about. So how do we make it doable? And I think it's in small incremental steps. So here's, here's my thoughts. Maybe this week, if you want to get up earlier, decide, I'm going to get up earlier. Mm-hmm. Well, don't just go from getting up at 7 to getting up at 5, because that's going to be a shocker. Yeah. And it's probably only going to last two days. But what if you just set your alarm 10 minutes earlier every day for the next week? So every day, just wake up 10 minutes before when you woke up mm-hmm. today mm-hmm. and work yourself towards that goal, right? Yeah. Make I, it doable. I'm a big believer. It doesn't matter. We talk all the time, Brandon, about taking a step. Guys, it doesn't matter how big the step is. It matters how consistent the step is. Like, Look, I know everybody's day is different. Everybody's flow is different. Everybody's kind of schedule in life and different. You know, I'm a night owl. I'm a morning person. I get it. But our point is the statistics show and reality shows and just practicality shows that if you'll start better, you'll get you 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 will be better. Right? If you start better, you'll be better. Now, for me and for a lot of people in the world, that simply means you need to get up earlier, right? But there's going to be some sacrifices you have to make to do that if you think about it. Like, like for example, if you're going to choose to get up early, you may have to choose to like stop, you know, stop watching Netflix till midnight every night. You know, there's also lots of studies that show that you are the most effective and the most useful you have more capacity in the beginning of the day than you have in the end of the day right and so how can you position yourself to make the beginning of your day the best you can be the best it can be the most efficient it can be here's my challenge don't hit the snooze button Mm. don't hit the snooze button set multiple alarms if you Mm. need to but don't hit the snooze button Because that's your first opportunity every day to get off to a great start. Mm. When the alarm goes off, get after it. The reality is, is probably everybody listening today, they either want to grow in their life, like they want to grow, they want to change the chaos in their life, or they they, they they need to be closer to Christ. Just being honest, I mean, those are probably three pretty popular things that people are are really urging to change in their life. They want some personal growth, they're tired of the chaos, and they feel empty inside. And I think you can achieve all three of those by simply starting your day better. And the simplest way to do that is get out of bed and get going. And let's develop a plan and a routine in our lives to achieve those things that we're chasing, to, to experience that fulfillment that we're looking for, to, to have that intimacy with Christ that we all truly yearn for, if we're honest with ourselves. It happens on the beginning of the day, not the end of the day. And speaking of next steps, we are excited because on March 15th, the night before turkey season, we're having the first Men Who Matter event here in Alabama competition, hot wings, you name it, man. It's going to be man stuff. It's going to be a great evening. If you want more information about that, check out gripwild.com. All the info is there.
yeah, but yeah, I'm excited about that. I uh, can't wait to just spend some time with those men. It's one of the cool things about the event side of what we do is just getting some face-to-face with people that hopefully um, we're encouraging along the way with this podcast and with our social media stuff and the things that we post on our website and email blast that we sent out. Um, so I can't wait. March 15th, if you're if you're in the area, uh, check it out. And all the details are, again, going to be on gripwild.com and as always, we love it. We're, we encourage, I think we encourage each, ourselves each week just talking to you guys. And it's almost like there's a mirror in front of us and we're really, really speaking to ourselves. And um, look, I know today could have come off a little raw, but it's just, man, just take a step. Just take a step and things will change in your life. I promise. And it doesn't have to be a big step, just a consistent step. So until next time, remember, you are a man who matters. Go change the world. Don't let the world change you. We're out.